Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is episode 62. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible, an unhealthy relationship with myself my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends, and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. P.S. Subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. Here we are with the beautiful Haley. Haley is, she's like a rainbow. She's like a real life human rainbow. And I met her in Bali when I was learning to become a yoga teacher. And she was learning to become a yoga teacher at the same time. Actually, you were a yoga teacher already, weren't you? Yes. I had been a teacher for about two and a half years, and that was my second training. That's so amazing. And I thought to bring her on because, well, we're in a weird sort of time in the world, and I thought we need more positivity and we need more inspirational people. And Haley's one of those inspirational people, and she's not where I am. That's why she's wearing a singlet and I'm wearing a jumper <laughs> because we're in winter here. So, Haley, where are you? Who are you? Tell us a little bit about your career history, a little bit about your history and where you are right now. Yeah, so hi, Haley. Um, I was born and raised in Northern California and that's where I currently live. Uh, So I grew up in a small town called Redding and then I moved over to the coast, um, studied at university. I studied cellular molecular biology. I was going to school to be a physician. Um, I was like, you know, I graduated with honors and I was in the pre-medical society and I was going to be a doctor. And that was my dream. And 
Um, and then I graduated and I decided that's nothing what I wanted to do. So I bought a plane ticket, signed up for a yoga teacher training, went to Bali for a month um, and completely changed the course of my life, became a yoga teacher, started doing human design readings, astrology readings. Um, that's how I got to where I am now. <laughs> so amazing. How long did you study for? I study seven years. Wow. I just think that for those of you listening, even if you have studied and you've spent a lot of time doing that, what Haley's message is, is so inspiring that it's okay to change the course of your life. Were you afraid when you changed course? Did you think, oh my God, I just wasted all of that time? Or where was your mindset at? There was a lot of back and forth, um, for sure. It was, um, you know, first I decided I was going to be a different kind of doctor and then a different kind of doctor than I, and then I was, and then I wasn't. And I kept kind of reaching for different things and different identities and different ways I could, you know, still become some sort of provider. And then it, I think it was really when I learned about human design that really gave me the permission to let go of all that in human design I'm what's called a manifesting generator so it's really important for me to allow myself to pivot um so I just really leaned into trust and I'm like you know what I'm going to do what feels good for me and trust that it's all going to align I can tend to be pretty impulsive too like I don't necessarily stew on things like when something's in my head I'm just going to kind of jump forward and do it and then I'll like suffer the consequences later if I have to um, so I would say, yeah, for a while, I kind of did this dance, but it didn't take too long till when I finally arrived at the conclusion of, I'm just going to do what I want. I've been, you know, having this rigorous path my whole life. I grew up a gymnast. I always, always got really good grades in school. I had like three jobs in college at one time. So I just lived this really rigid structured life for so long. And I was like, I don't know what it's like to have a hobby. I want to like have hobbies and travel and just be able to have some experiences. Did that freak out your parents? Ooh, um, I would say my dad more than my mom. My mom is really trusting of um, whatever we do. She's always been like number one support. The reason I wanted to become a doctor was uh, it was something my dad really valued. And so at first he was a little bit worried, but he's good at not really voicing that to me. Um, you know, he always says, you know, I support you. You know, I trust you. He definitely was nervous in his head but he didn't show it to me so much so it freaked him out a little bit but um I tend to pull things that are out of the blue so they weren't surprised but I think maybe a little nervous that's so funny I have become a little bit obsessed with human design lately and that's why I reached out to you because you're like the perfect human to talk about this with a few people are probably listening and they have no idea what we are even talking about. So what is human design firstly? Yeah, so human design is sort of a blueprint for your energy, um, how, it's, how it works, how it's best used. And so in order to find your chart, it's similar to astrology in that you use your birth, time, date, and place, and it generates a chart for you. And then the chart just kind of helps to break down um, the best use of your energy really and it gets really layered like astrology there's five different energy types and it can get more and more complicated and confusing and intricate but just focusing on those basic energy types can be really empowering 
Yeah, I've noticed a lot of successful people in the world are talking about human design. And so that's how it came into my life. And I was like, what is this human design? And that's why I'm like, I want to tap into this more. Like I want to do more. I want to figure out more about myself. Do you know how many human designs there are? Yes, there's five. There's five. Mm -hmm. And everyone is has to be like one of these designs, right? Exactly. Can you run through each of these? Of course. So there is the reflector, the generator, the manifester, the manifesting generator, and the projector. So I'll get a little give a little blurb about each one of them. So reflectors, um, they're here to really mirror to society where we're at. So something I always tell reflectors that's really empowering for them to hear is they're meant to be chameleons. Like they're not necessarily here to um, identify as any one thing, but more identify as who they're around. So they can be different people in different scenarios and that's okay. Like they can have conditioning of like, oh, you know, you're fake or whatever because you act differently around different groups, but that's really what they're meant to do. It's really rare to be a reflector. I think it's about 1% of the population. Wow. Yeah, I know two of them. Yeah, my sister-in-law and then one of the chefs for our retreats, they're both reflectors. That's so cool. Um, yeah, so that's a reflector. And so um, and then there's the projectors. And the projectors, they have this ability to see through systems. They can like see a system and how it's working and how it can maybe work more efficiently. Like when I first learned it, I the analogy was if people are, say we're on a, like an African savanna, right? And then there's like the elephants and the lions, and there's all these animals that are on the ground level. The projectors are like the birds in the trees. They have the ability to just kind of like have this higher vantage. I don't want to say higher. It's not like hierarchical, but they have a vantage point and they just have this capacity to see and to see into things. Um, and then there's the generators and those people, they have a lot of energy that, well, we all can have energy. Um, they're supposed to be really guided by what lights them up. So something I heard a generator say one time was, you know, you know, you love your, you know, you, you found something you love when you just lose track of time and space when you're doing it. And that's how a generator can be, um, find something that they love and they just get, it gives them more energy to do those things. And so a generator is really supposed to follow what gives them energy. And they have this capacity to like light up a room and they're so shiny like when a generator walks in the room they're like they have this really magnetizing energy like you want to be around them um and then there's manifestors and manifestors um they can have like a polarizing energy so either people like really love them or sometimes they can come off um just kind of it's just like a big powerful energy and they're here to create things to start things they're not necessarily here to finish them all the time so sometimes they can have this conditioning around like you know you never finish the things you start and they're not really meant to they can have an idea and take action on it and then find other people to help them carry it out like a visionary um, yeah yeah visionaries exactly and then there's the manifesting generators so it's not necessarily a blend of a generator and a manifester it's not really like one plus one equals two um they, they are their own type and so manifesting generators are multi-passionate. And so they sometimes can receive conditioning of like, 
you're all over the place or why can't you just pick one thing and stick to it and they're not meant to and that's me right I changed my major like five times in college and they're just supposed to continue to do things that light them up and allow themselves to pivot whenever they feel called like if something's not lighting them up anymore they got to go find something else life is going to just bring them all these different things to sample and they got to run with what they like and leave with what they don't even if what they like doesn't make sense especially if it doesn't make sense I feel like like flower arranging is just really lighting me up right now go do that like however whatever capacity you can do that in go do that this would take so much pressure off a lot of people yeah absolutely something um that just came to me for projectors too is they work one-on-one with people they have about three hours and then otherwise they're supposed to kind of like be researching and doing their own thing and that always feels really validating for a projector because their energy isn't always consistent they can be really productive in a small period of time but like a nine to five could be really hard for a projector and that's always really validating for them I know my sister's a projector and I'm a manifesting generator so kind of an example of how those come together for our retreats like my sister kind of like, is like, all right, this is what we should do. This is how we should do it. And then I execute it. Hmm. So she's really good at like seeing things and the best way to do them. And then I have the energy to execute it. That's so amazing. This sounds like something really important as well for businesses mm. and staff and hiring the right staff for different roles. This is so cool. Haley, it's time for your first curveball. Are you ready to play? Yes, I'm excited. <laughs> what is one thing that most people don't know about you? Uh, I do a really good old man impression. And I've like always had that as a kid. I do this like voice and I was always like an old man for Halloween. And that was always like really entertaining for my parents. And not a lot of people know I have that ability. Please don't ask me to do it. (laughs) I was like, give me a sample of the voice. So with human design, how, because I have a feeling like you've just like opened people's brains that are listening. How can people, we discover ours? What do we have to do? How do we do this? So there's a website. It's called mybodygraph.com. You can find your chart there. Um, also, Jenna Zoe, I believe it's jennazoe.com. If you just Google Jenna Zoe Human Design, um, her website will pop up as well, and you can find your chart there. Um, if you have your exact birth time, it's going to be the most accurate. But you shared with me in Australia, they don't write down the exact birth time. Um, there are readers that can do, uh, I don't know if they can do it for human design, I know for astrology they can nail down your exact birth time by looking at like different events of your life. So that's kind of cool. Um, I mean, cause there's a chance it can change minute to minute. It's not a big chance. So if you have a, a ballpark, you'll probably be pretty close. Um, but yeah, just any, there's just free websites that you can go on. My favorite is my body graph. M Y right. My body graph. Yep, my body graph. I'll put a link to that in the show notes because I have a feeling that so many people will do this. Is this something that you do as well with your clients? Yeah, so I do sort of a blend of both human design and astrology. Human design is relatively newer to me compared to astrology. So um, I would say, you know, I, I know more than the average 
person. I don't consider myself to be any sort of master of human design. So I like to do both. And I like to see the similarities between the astrology and the human design. And it's fun to see patterns in both of them. Like both of them will point to a certain aspect about you. And I think it's cool to find those patterns. And I don't necessarily have like a strict structure with how much human design or how much astrology I do. I, every reading is different and I just kind of see where, um, see where it goes. Mm, that's so amazing. So for those of you that don't know, she just sort of mentioned it, but she's a superstar when it comes to astrology. What is astrology? Why mm. do you love it? How did you become obsessed with it? And how did that all start? <laughs> do you remember all the questions? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So astrology, the way I describe it is, um, so your birth chart is basically a snapshot of the sky the moment you were born. And so you have different planets in different places, and they can influence you in different ways. Um, I always like to emphasize you have free will in it all. It's not like it's, um, it can be predictive in a sense, but you have free will. And so it's just the energies that um, are here to support you to guide you deeper um, to teach you and so the first my first exposure to it I was probably maybe 12 and I first learned about my sun sign and I was always reading just whatever I can find on the internet and I got my first reading when I was 19 my mom went to an astrologer before I did um, and then I got readings every year my family got readings my husband got readings it's funny she like a month into my relationship with my then boyfriend, she's like, are you going to marry this guy? And I'm like, we've been together for a month, like pump the brakes. Seven years later, we're married. So that's just kind of a funny story. But um, she could tell yeah, that she could tell that she's like, are you, are you guys getting married? And it was so way too early to call. Right. Um, so that was really interesting. And then when COVID hit, I started taking courses and learning more. I'd always like kind of done self-study, but then that's when I really started to expand and look at other components that aren't unique to me. Um, and then I started doing readings when COVID hit. So you totally do 5,000 things, which is great. Always. <laughs> but it's time for your next curveball. Are you ready to play? <laughs> yes. I love self-care. What is your favorite form of self-care? It changes all the time. I don't know if there's like been one stream. <laughs> <laughs> right now I've been getting a massage every week. Oh. That's my favorite. I, I've always loved massages. Um, acupuncture I discovered about a year ago and I love that form of self, self-care. Um, sleep has always been huge for me. Like sleep, no matter how busy or stressed I've been throughout my life, like eight to nine hours is non-negotiable. So I would say sleep is like the one consistent thing throughout my life that I've never flexed on. Once we get out of lockdown, I'm having a massage first. Mm. <laughs> I can't wait. Do like an hour and a half, two hour one. You deserve yeah, it. totally. You're like me. I like having one a week as well. How can astrology help people? Who should go see an astrologist and, and why, for what purpose? Yeah, uh, everyone. <laughs> so I think that one of the most uh, impactful parts of astrology for me has been what's called your North Node. 
So your North node is really like your soul's journey in this lifetime. So that's going to shed a lot of light on where you're headed and also where you're coming from. So your North node is where you're going, whereas your South node is where you're coming from. And so we have a lot of kind of shadow or um, behaviors we need to work on that come from our South node. And I feel like learning about those has helped me a ton. Um, you know, just small examples like, um, you know, I'm supposed to let go of being so stubborn or, you know, thinking that I'm always right or it has to be my way. And I'm really supposed to learn, lean into like connection and being able to ask for help and being able to really like blend with other people and having it not be so like, it's me, I work for my money. It's my money. I worked hard for it. You know, it's all, you know, just like less me focused and like, I got to sustain myself and more being able to really blend with other people, whether that's like romantic relationships, um, any sort of partnership really. So really welcoming help and just the blending with other people. So I think the North node, South node is really, really powerful for people. And sometimes like I'll start a reading with someone and I'll just ask them one question that relates to the North or South node, where they're coming from or where they're heading. And it's just like tears. Um, yeah, so that one's, I would say that's the most powerful part of astrology. That's so cool. So it's like a tool that you could use if you need clarity or if you seek something, like if you're feeling stuck. Yes, yes. That's a great way to summarize it. Wow, I want a reading. Um, so we're in lockdown, so I need to find my birth certificate. So I can uh, double check the time of my birth. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to have a reading. I'd love to do it with you. Thank you so much for your time today from the other side of the world. I love that we are able to connect, especially in this sort of a weird time that we've got going on, especially here in Australia. I appreciate your time. Thank you for all of this. I will put all of your links up in the show notes. Thank you so much for having me. I hope you guys found this episode valuable. She is such a bright, shining light, Haley, And I hope this gave you a little bit of insight into who you are, into your human design, and maybe into if you want to research a little bit more about what kind of a person you are. So that way you can take the load off your shoulders. If you're ever in a position thinking, why am I always like this? Embrace it. How you are is absolutely perfect. Thank you times infinity for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals, your dreams, and I love being on the journey with you. So make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health, which is H-O-L, underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today and if you enjoyed it please leave me a five-star review on itunes or spotify so that i can keep bringing amazing value to you i'm sending you truckloads of love power and joy bye for now Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 